Hello and welcome to The Download. I'm your host, Dave Richardson, and it is Stu's Days. Now, conveniently, so this time we're not blaming your busy schedule, Stu. We're not blaming my busy schedule. We're blaming Jay Powell, the chair of the Federal Reserve in the U.S. He scheduled his meetings on Wednesdays instead of Stu's Days, and we wanted to, uh, to, to get your thoughts on the, on the Fed announcement. Uh, so, so we're taping today. Uh, Stu, any any takeaways that you have from um, for, from the announcement? Anything surprise you, or or, or anything that uh, that you think people should be should be taking away from from the the uh, official announcement? And now is his press conference afterwards? Uh, well, you know, it's it's uh, like all the uh, Fed announcements these days. It seems like it's a bit of a sporting event uh, on the day that it takes place, and and uh, things are quite quiet leading into uh, the announcement, and then. You know, coming out of the the uh, you know the Fed's uh, decision, and then usually there's a press conference afterwards. Um, you know, there's been quite a a uh, quite a move in interest rates. Um, you know, and by that I mean uh, you know the ten-year bond is up ten basis points, and you know some of the shorter end stuff has moved around a little bit, um, and uh, it reverses uh, a bit of uh, interest rate decline we've seen in the last two or three weeks, kind of sticking them back in the middle of their their range. Um, you know, the reason I say that it's a bit of a sporting event is that, you know, the trade that normally takes place right around the Fed's announcement is often algorithmic, uh, uh, you know, natural language processing, picking up on certain words and, uh, and what have you and, and, uh, and moving some quotes around. I think from an intermediate term standpoint, you know, I think, you know, there's two things that we're always trying to do when you're managing a portfolio. The first is you're trying to think about what the destination uh, looks like. Uh, as the economy recovers. And, um, you know, I think most of the discussion that came out of the Fed would say that the destination is, is largely agreeable with uh, with what many investors think, uh, that uh, unemployment is going to, or employment is going to continue to improve. Uh, inflation is elevated right now uh, and will likely decline off these elevated levels, but could still remain uh, a little bit more uh, generous than it's been in the past. Um, you know, they, the Fed has this uh, thing where they put uh, dot plots on a curve that tries to give you at any given point in time uh, what the Fed thinks interest rates might do. And, uh, you know, one of the things that caused some excitement today was that there was this notion in the, the back half of 2023, which is still two years from now, uh, there might be two rate increases. And, um, and that's, that's one of the reasons, you know, so you'll see some headlines that said, well, the Fed was hawkish. And, um, and some of the commentary might have been a little hawkish at the margin, but we're still talking about, you know, two rate increases uh, in, in two years time. Um, so, you know, when we think about when we think about that kind of broader narrative, you know, like, would we have said before that we thought interest rates were going to increase? The answer to that would have been yes. So, you know, opening up dot plots and seeing them in the back half of 2023, uh, uh, you know, generally con uh, consistent with what we would have thought. Employment's getting better. Inflation might remain a little bit elevated. Um, you know, the economy is in, uh, is in a reasonable state here for hopefully a sustained expansion. Um, you know, one thing that, you know, has come into play, uh, and we've talked a little bit about this in past, uh, in past weeks, is you know, there is there is a period of time here and, and uh, you know, a couple of things. First, when you get into the second year of a big stock market expansion, you often get a period of digestion. 
Um, and uh, we haven't really seen it yet, but uh, people are on guard for it. You know, the second thing is we have had a tremendous amount of fiscal stimulus, particularly in the United States, uh, in Canada too, but uh, you know, some of that is gonna start to wear off. And you know, as people go back to work and find the jobs that they want, and there's lots of people changing jobs, you know, there may be a period where, um, you know, the rate of change of some of those growth metrics starts to, you know, fall off, even though they're still strong, they might fall off just because, you know, really what you're hoping on is that the fiscal stimulus will come to an end and capital spending and unemployment or employment rather will pick up and kind of fill the hole that the fiscal stimulus was providing just as you would have hoped that the program was kind of designed for, but that always causes a bit of discussion you know, uh, in the near term, because you have a changing, you know, you kind of ended the first chapter, now you're having the new chapter and people are gonna sit and discuss, is it gonna be as robust as it was, not quite as robust, you know, still likely, you know, reasonably strong, um, but that's one thing that has, uh, you know, has entered the discussion in the uh, in the last, uh, you know, couple of weeks. And, and uh, you know, that's what I mean, the, the pathway is sometimes harder to predict than, uh, you know, where you're actually going to from an outcome standpoint. Stu, something, a great synopsis, and something that's always interested me, though, and, and, I'm, and I'm sure would interest the, uh, the, the listeners, is, uh, and, and you mentioned that the, that the Fed announcement is made, uh, Powell's making his, his comments in the press conference, uh, and you've got computers that are crunching the numbers based on the forecast, you've got computers even now at the, at the stage where they're, where they're interpreting the wording and they're looking for keywords, and these algorithms kick in and you've got automated trading. From, from a perspective with you managing portfolios, do, do, do you just back off and stay out of the way of that? Do you try and anticipate the way it might move or you're not really thinking about it because this is something that's a short-term phenomenon and, and the, the ultimate place, as you would say, the destination is, is what you're most concerned about? Uh, well, it's a, it's a little bit of all of the above, uh, uh, quite frankly. Um, you know, like there's certain situations where, you know, maybe you were buying something and um, and you say, well, this is going to uh, potentially accelerate the interest. So maybe we want to, you know, get at it before, you know, knowing that some of these algorithms might persist. Other other stocks, you're just kind of sitting there and saying, uh, you know, we'll see that they'll be back to where they were tomorrow. So, uh, uh, you know, we'll just kind of watch how this all plays out. Um, you know, there is a real dynamic around, uh, you know, the Fed's uh, wording and the value to growth trade, um, you know, that that often just really triggers a, a dynamic in the marketplace that, um, that, you know, usually just on that day we would sit and watch. It's not uh, something that we're, we're necessarily uh, uh, acting on, but it's like, uh, you know, our trading desk, uh, you know, would be a great podcast in and of itself. Um, you know, they're always uh, aware of who wants to transact in the market. They're always aware of what we're interested in doing in the market. And they have to take these types of considerations into play, uh, just like they do many others to, you know, kind of, you know, get the best execution they can uh, relative to what they see at any given point in time. And this, uh, you know, this is probably, uh, you know, one of their more uh, 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 high energy days of the month uh, when the Fed speaks, but uh, there's lots of things that always impact trade, and and uh, you know fortunately they're extremely well prepared to deal with all of them. Well, the the uh, the, the answer you never want when you you ask a question with three potential answers is 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 all of the above. But once again, Stu, you took it and turned it into something that that I think gave some valuable insights in the way that people should think about managing these announcements, the challenges of them as well. 
uh, and the benefits that you have uh, given the, uh, the pipeline of information and the direct contact with your, your trading desk is, as you suggested. So, uh, so, so really, really interesting response. Great. So Stu, uh, thanks for joining us again and, and we'll look forward to seeing you next week. Dave, thanks as always. And thanks to everyone who's listening.